0: with Doppler radar verified best best-in-class VCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter Ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any
1: distance. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner
2: could depend on. WHFS Sefner, WQYK-FM HD2, St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX, Newport-Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW, Tampa.
3: Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks... 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason. Like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices. Or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America. With over 500 trucks available and on sale. Or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford. Because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa. The largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States, 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. As hunters, we all know that planting a
4: food plot in Florida is hard work. It takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunt property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer. And, of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation and does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral online.net or click the link at bigandwild.com.
5: The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12- and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team-building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who would like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year.
6: Come on, boys!
5: From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host Braden Gunn, present Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman.
4: I just you know we ought to do that from now on. We ought to just do roll calls every time. (laughs) That way uh, we know when uh, we don't have to come back from break and then say uh, well. Glenn's out this weekend, and here. Jonathan's out hunting, and uh, Bill George is uh, running around in his underwear outside of Ocala, and we don't want to talk to him. So, yeah, that's, It's one that's, of those things. That's a bad picture. So we should just do, you know. When Randy does says our names, we just go, here, present, yo. what? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I can
7: tell you one thing's for sure. Come at uh, the top of the hour break, we did mention uh, the Fishhawk Sporting Clay event, the 21st of April. We'll be out there at the Fishhawk uh, with Trinity Sportsman's Ministry. And if you want to come out. Get you a team together and uh, shoot against uh, Bill George, Braden Gunn, myself, Jonathan. We may have Carlos as a fill-in, a backup. But uh, that would be a good opportunity to come out and hang out with everybody and uh, shake hands in a good atmosphere out there at Fishhawk. It uh, would be a great time, for sure. All you have to do, if you've never shot before, or even mm-hmm. if you're a, uh, a shooter all the time, uh, as long as you can shoot at least 20 clays or more, you got Braden whooped. Listen, yeah, it's all. Good. I had never shot clays before and i went out there and i did all right yeah you did all right but uh bill I, I was just uh i was expecting a little more from you after all the turkeys that you slay well they don't go flying through the air <laughs> I mean, at least night. i'm not shooting at them flying through the air <laughs> i'm just kidding you but uh it is a great time Braden. i was just pulling on you a little bit hey, i know you should. No, pretty that's
4: good. all right. i always have fun when i go out there i know that uh you need to go check their uh calendar because i know we're going to be out there for trinity but I know the Cattlemen's Association, they're going to yep. be having theirs coming up pretty soon, and uh, there's a bunch of them. There's always one going on out there all the time. You know, you don't just have to come out and laugh at us. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you know, you can go out at any just one of these events. Just go out there events. and shoot. It's a
7: gorgeous place. that's yeah, <laughs> right. And I mean, the thing that you hear is, I've never done that before, and it's kind of intimidating when you see those shows out there with the uh, the people shooting 50 or 50 and 100 of 100 and yeah. uh, something like that. So it's kind of intimidating for the guy that's the average hunter that goes out and shoots some uh, dove hunts or whatever, and then they think, well, I'm not going to go out there because I have this gun and I see all the fancy brownings uh, over and under, you everything else. worry about that. Man, just get the shotgun, knock the dust off of it, come on out. It'll be a great time. I'm talking to a good friend of mine this past week, Dempsey, uh, he's never done it before and went out there to fishhawk, and now he's like, dude, I took my son out there. We are having a great time doing mm-hmm. that. So uh, it is. It is enjoyable. It's a good time to be outside and uh, make kinda, sure you bring your hearing protection and your eyewear.
4: I always look at it like a game of golf. If you go out there just to have fun, you know you're not you're not competing against Tiger Woods. So yeah. you know there's no money involved. So just go out and have fun. Have a but, great day of it. That's the way I look at sporting clays. If I miss a bunch of them, well, what big deal? I'm not. I'm still going home in the same truck, and I can stop at McDonald's. You know,
7: And Bill, he even just borrowed what Carlos brought. He he used Carlos's uh, shotgun. That was the worst part for Carlos. Yeah, because you outshot him using his gun. <laughs> <laughs> here, catch, use this Lord.
8: fishing pole right here. I <laughs> don't catch anything. You can use, here, use this pole. Really I've never good. caught anything on yeah. that bait.
7: Next thing well, listen.
8: Other, all the bait. Is
7: I showed on, the up with my
9: turkey gun. I have a Neotech sight on it and three-and-a-half-inch mags. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and
4: they
7: yeah,
9: don't, never, they never don't want you shooting that out there.
4: No, it's really not uh, the place to go do that. No, it's it's, it's, you you don't need that. Yeah, you know, you can show up with a pump shotgun, a Mossberg five hundred. It doesn't matter. All you shoot is two two shots each time. Listen, if you turn around
9: before they hit the button, you shoot the the whole target. All the
7: clays break, and you got them.
4: Well, that's true.
7: Well, if you want to come out and uh, show us all up, by all means, come on out. You go to TrendySportsmen'sMinistry dot uh, you can register online right there at Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, and uh, or you can come out and pay say, uh, the day of. So that'll uh, be April twenty first. Uh, food will be provided by Grandpa Johnson's Barbecue there in Plant City as well. So it'll be a nice. good time, and uh, and it goes pretty quick. And there was a lot of lot of prizes there. I, I just remember tables and tables of prizes. Yeah. Almost looked like a turkey banquet with everything laying all over the tables. It was uh, yeah. quite impressive. Uh, but Dennis Pulowski puts on a good uh, a good event with that. With, and that's our annual fundraiser. And I thank uh, the Steve Austin who cut that commercial for us. <laughs> great job. Yeah. Anytime, anytime mm-hmm. Steve cuts a spot, it's like, hey, that's Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. Tim,
4: he's famous. <laughs> but, famous guy. But anyhow, it uh, it is to
7: be a, a great day of uh, good time enjoying and. Uh, Just having a good time of competition.
4: It's always a good time. Well, you know, speaking of good times, I wanted to mention the fact that uh, alligator season is not too far away, so uh, applications are going to have to be uh, put in here pretty soon. I know that Bill George and
7: the question's been uh, asked a lot. Glenn's
4: going to be going to be putting theirs in, but I just wanted to kind of go on a little tangent. I think living here as long as we all have, you know, either being born or raised here or moving here from uh, Pennsylvania or somewhere else and being here for a very, very long time, we kind of take all these things around us for granted and we're kind of jaded on it. And I always find it amusing that the FWC has to spend money to alert everybody on how to live properly with alligators or rattlesnakes or stingrays or any of those things, stuff that we've dealt with almost all of our entire lives. And we forget that, you know, somebody who's moved here from Ohio or Michigan or New York or wherever it is they're from, <clears throat> they have no idea about when it comes to what to do when it comes to living with alligators. And Just
7: get it gone. They want it out of the way.
4: I, I think that uh, I think that it should be a requirement that if you move here within your first year, you have to apply for an alligator permit and at least go on one alligator hunt in your life. No. Why not?
7: No, no, because then I I definitely have no opportunity
8: (laughs) to get a tag.
4: (laughs) I I, I would just
8: quit submitting the application. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to ask you, where is Ginger and them going to be hunting this year?
4: Yeah, yeah, I
8: I don't know, but that's wherever they are is where I'll be.
4: Yeah, somebody's got to drive the boat, so it's all good. Uh, so when is the uh, date that we have to uh, start doing our apps for that?
7: Application first phase will be May the 18th and runs through the 28th, my Uh, birthday. There you go. Maybe you'll get that lucky draw. But uh, phase one, again, it'll be May the 18th, and uh, it'll run 10 days through the 28th of May uh, for the first round. And then, of course, the lottery uh, notifications will come out the 29th through the 30th. Uh, all the results will be posted by May the 30th. So uh, that'll be the day that uh, I'll probably need some Kleenexes, but I'll be all right afterwards. June 1. June 4th on my birthday, though, I'll be over it.
4: He locked himself in the room <laughs> to be sit quietly and stare at the screen. But, Keep hitting refresh, refresh, yeah. refresh, refresh.
7: But application phase two is runs between my birthday, like Bill's apparently, but six 6-1 one through six eleven. If there's anything left over after phase one,
4: what's your strategy yeah. there, this year, Bill? What's your strategy?
9: Well, did they uh, announce a different number of applications or choices Permits? on the application? Is is part of that publication? I haven't seen it. I've been on the run.
7: No, it's just. Uh, as far as how many uh, tags are going to be available? No, no. The
9: one of the things that I had heard through backdoor communications um, was they were debating on going down from the twenty choices that you could choose down to like twelve. Hmm.
7: That's uh, that's what I I heard the same thing, and I think I heard it from you. Uh, but it doesn't say that. Uh, okay, when the application does it,
9: process, it, it, you'll know. And the the thing was. What happened when you start putting in 20 choices, you get a lot of people that started to whine and cry that – oh, now other people are applying for my personal area because they they can put 20 choices, yeah. and so now all of a sudden uh, they're choosing my
7: lake when they wouldn't normally choose my lake, and I'm having a harder time getting it. you are going to have that. I, I could be that guy, but I didn't because but, it's just one of the things. I was just happy I could put in for 20 and really get my hopes up instead of the previous. Yeah,
9: <laughs> and for somebody like myself, I'm willing to hunt a lot of different places. I, I'm not... St- I'm not limited well, to just what you one told place me as a
8: first-timer last well, year.
7: all I can tell you is I don't even know why they even wasted the space to put phase, leftover phase, June 28th. There's There'll no, be permits there. Yeah, right. There down will there somewhere be. in a heavily toxic landfill somewhere. We are Digging <laughs> Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, we'll be right back.
10: The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive, vertical access solutions.
6: When it comes to wild game, it's up to the individual hunter to make sure the meat is handled and processed safely. Wear gloves while field dressing and butchering. Be careful not to puncture the intestine to avoid possible spread of E. coli or salmonella to the meat. The chest and abdominal cavity should be wiped with a clean cloth or paper towels. It's best to use as little water as possible because damp meat spoils faster than dry meat. Cool Wild game to less than 40 degrees Fahrenheit as quickly as possible to slow the growth of bacteria. On warm days, immediately pack the chest and abdominal cavities with ice packs or plastic bags filled with snow. After skinning, wrap in cheesecloth or put in game bags to keep clean. In warm weather, black pepper can be sprinkled on the meat before covering to discourage flies. Wild game should be aged to 34 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit for no more than 14 days. Whitetail deer will age sufficiently in 2 to 3 days. During butchering and preparation, perform proper hand washing and clean all contact surfaces with warm, soapy water followed with bleach water. Be a responsible hunter and be prepared and knowledgeable of proper guidelines to help ensure the quality, safety, and satisfaction in eating wild game.
10: The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive, vertical access solutions. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom-cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and baked. Back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off i seventy five on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview. On Facebook or online, Alswildmeatprocessing.com
11: How does a good man become even better? By working out, or by working his way up the corporate ladder, by changing his diet. by changing a style, by traveling the world, or by staying perfectly still. For 300 years, we've helped good men become the best versions of themselves through a dedicated fraternity and by taking an oath to live a life of integrity, service, and brotherly love. Men who are as committed to each other and their families as they are to our noble cause. In the end, we don't just make men better,
2: we make them masons. Not just a man, a mason. In the 1960s, the G5 Mark was used to brand the cattle and other livestock on the Glisson Family Ranch in the heartland of Florida. Now that family tradition has been passed on to mark quality at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. G5 Feed and Outdoors is more than a family-owned business with a passion for all things that happen in the big and wild outdoors. Behind every product, you'll find more than 20 years of great customer service and three generations of experience standing behind it. G5 Feed and Outdoors believes there's no no substitute for quality outdoor gear and products that have been tested to perform and give you the confidence that will last. So G5 carries items they use themselves from trusted brands like Textron, Articats, Yeti, Case Knives, Big Green Eggs, Costa, Shimano, and so much more. You really need to stop by and see all the great outdoor gear and products and the new stuff that arrives every day. It's all waiting for you at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors located just west of Plant City at 4960 US Highway 9 and online at g5feetandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook for even more great deals. God has blessed Trinity Sportsman's Ministry with another wonderful year. And on behalf of the Trinity Sportsman's Ministries, we'd like to invite you to the Patterson Company's annual fundraising event at Fish Hawk Sporting Clays, April 21st, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Bring family and friends to enjoy a great day of fun, fellowship, and friendly competition. Food and drinks will be provided by Grandpa Johnson's Barbecue. All proceeds for the event will go directly to Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, a non-profit organization that strives to make a positive impact for our local youth. Trinity Sportsman's Ministry provides our local youth with the opportunity to share Christ while learning of God's great creations through hunting, fishing, and other outdoor activities. To learn more about the Sporting Clay event sponsorships and team registry, please visit TrinitySportsmen'sMinistry.com
4: Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors on this spitty gray kind of uh, Saturday morning. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, and Bill, and Nock, we're all in here this morning inside our uh, nice and cool and snugly warm studios this This morning. This is
8: good. Take a nap in the truck weather, waiting for it to pass over and then go (laughs) shoot a turkey.
4: Yeah, you wait for it to to get over. I I, uh, looked at the weather forecast, Bill, and uh, coming up during the first part of the week, Winds are going to be not too bad, 7 to 11 miles an hour kind of deal. But then on Wednesday, it's supposed to be partly cloudy and kicking back up. What
9: again. about tomorrow?
4: So, tomorrow shouldn't be too bad. You okay. know, It should be. Uh, it might still be a little breezy, but you'll be okay. Are you planning on going out and getting another bird, or are you just going to be uh, guiding, or what are you going to do? Well,
9: I'll be in the woods. I'll be there for sunrise service. Hope he gobbles. <laughs> <laughs> so Is you're going to you're God's thinking? church for Easter. Is that what you're trying to say?
4: gonna be out there early, early morning out there to see if you can uh, see what you can see.
7: Yeah. Okay. Well, if you if you can't go, you can come to our sunrise service. It'll be right there at the corner of uh, Sydney Road and Gallagher. Okay. Countryside Baptist Church. Make plans, Barry. Uh, mm-hmm. I see y'all guys over there. We having so- uh, breakfast afterwards.
9: Hey, breakfast afterwards. I may After be done
8: by, by the time you get. They say the way he's going, he'll go <laughs> shoot the turkey, come for breakfast, and then he can get the regular service in. So yeah.
9: hey, right, I d- go back out. I got a text. I got a. J.C. Higgins offered to me to compete with your J.C. Higgins. Really? I don't yeah. know. Oh, here we go. We got a battle of the J.C.'s.
4: Yeah, but it depends on what year yours is.
7: Well, I don't know that yet.
4: Because I'm sure that Glenn's is much older than yours. I don't know. <laughs> I, <can laughs> I don't you. know
7: about that. The J.C. Higgins I have doesn't even have a serial number stamped on it. That's because it's a fake. <laughs> it so,
4: is. Oh, it. It's a fake. Yeah. <laughs> if,
9: if it does not have a serial number, I think you're in trouble with the ATF. KC, I, I was about Wiggins. to say, don't it's be a collectible. <laughs> talking about <laughs> the file stuff I think you've a problem off. with the ATF
7: right now.
4: Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no. It's made within a certain year. He's all right. It's yeah, all This good.
7: one's way old. All- this one's way old. <laughs> It's really? old. <laughs> the the pilgrims brought it over on the Mayflower. That's how old it is. Wow! But I, I actually own three J.C. Higgins twelve gauge pumps, so you know I can bring one for you if you'd like.
9: Eh, we'll see. <laughs> maybe
7: we'll, maybe we'll have the J.C. Higgins team get Carlos to shoot with <laughs> one too, or Braden.
4: Sad part is is that the vast majority of people we'll be competing against don't even know who J.C. Higgins is. They have no idea. I'll so even
7: bring a J.C. Higgins cooler. We can put our <laughs> cold water in. There you go, the All ridge Sears and Roebuck. Yeah, before <laughs> we just,
8: before there were Yetis and canyons and all that stuff. I like oh, was J.C. Higgins. Yeah,
4: things still made of metal. That's when the coolers were made out of gauge uh, sheet metal. Lasted forever. You can beat yep. them up all over the place. Right now,
7: the 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 J.C. Higgins it's got the catfish food in it. Catfish food. Yeah, to feed to feed all the coys next oh, door. Well, right <laughs>
9: next door, yes. <laughs>
4: Well, yeah, yeah, mercy. well you know bill i know that you're a big 300 win mag fan
9: i own one i, I th- use it
4: you know i've always tried to uh picture you out there with your you know for your everything AR-
8: from squirrels to the big game
4: yeah your ar style uh <laughs> rifle i think i found the perfect one for you because savage is going to be introducing a new one uh, in their msr line out there it's the 10 it's going to be in 338 federal so that'll be just right up your alley
8: stealth BA 10 yeah there's a 308 of those sitting at my house
4: yeah but this is in 338 fed i think i i
9: truly honestly am going to tell you if i buy another gun like that you know anything the semi-auto like that it's it's going to be a 50 bmg it's it's
8: just what I'm getting. Stop playing around. That's what I'm talking about.
4: <laughs> dead is dead. It doesn't matter. America, dead is dead.
9: No, just I. I see those as fun to shoot guns. Okay, or or you know, I and I know people hunt with some of that stuff, and that's that's all fine and dandy. But I don't necessarily think it's the best tool for the job. In my opinion. Um, and there's nothing wrong with people who choose to use it because that's what they have, but, you know. Are you talking it, about the 338? No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the AR-style guns and that type of stuff. There's I, it's five just,
4: rounds in it. Big deal. It's yeah. no different than a BAR okay. or a 7400 or any of those other ones. You like cannot
8: there. tell me that the the interest is not peaked 100% when you have a round that you don't even have to hit the deer, and it still kills them you still have to hit the deer i can i beg to differ sir i have a keith Warren video that i can pull up no, of a doe no, that he no. sapped the whole just life out of you edifer. you've been sucked into to to the okay wave of a 50 a 50 yeah okay he was shooting a 50 if he hit this doe where he was aiming there would be nothing left of what he was. Saying he had. I didn't say he hit a limb five feet in front of it and
9: threw splinters through its head. I don't know. There, <laughs> but, but I, can t- I can tell you if you don't hit it, there's no I, polar vortex or anything else I, is being yeah, sucked I'm through. This up I've, at seen, break.
4: I've, I've seen that video. You I, know exactly which I, one yeah. I'm talking about, and I, I've watched it uh, numerous times and tried to figure out what exactly. What, what happened. And I can
9: tell you they've done other videos from other people who shoot stuff, you know, and shoot right past something with a 50 and it doesn't, it won't even knock a dang two by four over or something. So mm-hmm. it,
4: it, the shockwaves is yeah. supposedly killed the, uh, no. killed the doe, No, knocked it over. I, you know, I have to go with Bill George on this one. I was very skeptical of it. Uh, you know, that's like saying that an arrow traveling at 500 feet per second uh you know whizzed by its ear and it uh that can you know the yeah the, nah. the sonic boom well, knocked it out or something you know it doesn't make any sense
8: nah. but i look at it like this with the 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 momentum and just the power of that round Nope. You know, I mean, it's it, it's like that old, you know, you get close enough, you see the dust come up off of something, you get that close to it. If you see the dust come up off of something with a 50 cow, I mean, I'm sorry. That's, yeah, it's. There's a difference between knocking dust up. No, I, what I'm saying is, is there, yeah, I know there is, but. There's also Just ask d- Carlos who tried following
7: <laughs> me in the woods.
8: <laughs> That's eating dust. It's not knocking
9: it His up. This poor little car looks so bad. Oh my lord <laughs> but uh you know and and I, you were posting something earlier in the week on your Facebook and you know about oh, those uh, alleged uh, uh kids being suspended for going to a gun range in New Jersey and 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 uh, anytime people see something on on
8: Facebook Well no they didn't get po- they didn't get suspended for They didn't get suspended for going to the gun range. They got suspended because their mother or someone posted a picture on her private Instagram page or Facebook page or whatever that they were at with the quote, fun day at a gun range. Okay and that, allegedly uh, everything every uh, no every there you go every
9: everything source, you read
8: i googled hey i googled it Google so i it. mean
9: and show me show me where so the school district uh confirms that or anything that you know major news source uses alleged uh supposed um, all kinds of stuff
4: there's uh when you guys started this debate online i went and actually i started looking as well and, you know, a lot of those kinds of stories like that are not going to make local, I mean, national news. Well, you got to look they're at the media you anything. have
8: right now. They're not going to say anything about it.
4: They're not going to say anything about it. So and what did uh, Fox
8: News say about it?
4: They didn't say anything, anything about, about
8: it. it. Yeah, they did. They
9: did. <laughs> well,
4: then you tell us. Why, Why do you do was, that? Did you was know was not, what the dang answer is? It was not a you?
9: confirmation of this stuff. It was reporting that that is what was being talked about. Yeah. and And... If you look at what the school district said about it, the school district said there was no suspension for those people for any of that reason. So
4: what that, was their that, reason for it?
9: That was what the school district said. So, you know, I I think there is some truth to people's. Getting hyped up on both sides, all yeah. sides of these arguments. People sit there and, and I, I want to say kind of do the Bill George stir in the pot, you know, but they, they get enjoyment of just. Oh, yeah. Seeing the chaos and the firestorm. And and the way Facebook works is when you start turning around and you start getting a lot of hits on a particular page or something that has a link in it, it drives your ratings up. So it shows up into more and more and more people's feeds and it it rises that website up. But if you start seeing something like the militia news or. Oh, no.
8: Yeah, that's I don't look at. I mean, I'm friend or I like and I follow me you've had these conversations before I like and I follow a lot of pro gun sites but I'm also like the man at the other end of the room down here and I'm like you I will listen to both sides of an argument and my way of looking at it is is like that story in the comment I made back to you every every source that I found any information about this story it, it goes back to me looking at it from this standpoint if everybody's got the same story, then, you know, there, there's got to, there's some validity somewhere to it. I mean, that's just my way of looking or at it. Or everybody just reports off of the initial story.
4: Did you not hear about the uh, the deer attack and the fire drill out in Oregon? Oh, God. Did you not hear about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> See? I've been in you the woods. You didn't hear about that one either. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and the great folks out at Brandon Ford.
0: Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful
8: ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken.
0: The new Precision Hunter loads include the .25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class VCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter Ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance.
3: Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast. And the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks... 4x4s and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason. Like the guaranteed lowest four-truck prices. Or one of the largest four-truck inventories in America. With over 500 trucks available and on sale. Or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford. Because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa. The large Volume Ford F Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States. 24 7 at brandonford.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business
8: hey this is jonathan most of you know me as the co-host of big and wild but i also want to talk to you about my shop arrowhead archery we're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from prime matthews hoyt obsession and pse we also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment plus a level three instructor for our youth and adult programs and regular league nights for everyone Check us out at 10818 East U.S. Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com,
12: and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. Boy, my business really could use some signs and maybe even some business cards. Man, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed and 3D lettering signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help you. If you need a sign, We'll save you time. Sign Perry. yee
11: When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for Power, Performance, and Precision Engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless pursuit of adventure, with suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on.
4: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Bill, Knock, he's all in here today. Uh, Before the uh, break, we were uh, chit-chatting a little bit about the... uh, Firearm videos that are now been perused through the break trying to uh, verify, deny, deny, fire, and fine, fine, whatever. And, so
9: And what was Jonathan's conclusion after that? What? About the New Jersey stuff? Did I did I
8: sway your opinion at all? I hmm. uh, maybe.
4: <laughs> Let's just say further digging may, will happen. May,
8: maybe, but I say it just like this. I still believe 110%, but that's also like the story I told you about of another thing I posted on my Facebook page about the Pennsylvania rifle team that their district pulled a lot of their stuff because of NRA sponsorship. Pulled funding, pulled funding
4: yeah. or something, yeah.
8: And that backfired because that rifle team now is uh, fully funded.
4: Well, I you know, I, I, I talked about it uh, last week or so is – Uh, The bad thing about what's happening here in the United States is it's empowering not just, uh, you know, people who believe that, uh, you know, you and I shouldn't have an AR-15, but it's empowering animal rights groups. It's empowering all these people, anything that has to do with a firearm. And
8: then they all work together.
4: There was a great raging debate yesterday uh, at the G5 uh, outdoors section, which was uh, pretty interesting. And, uh, there was a young lady who was, you know, talking about how easy it is to purchase a firearm and uh, actually a customer that was there said, uh, Hey, do you have a forty-four seventy-three behind the counter there? And we're like, yeah. And he says, he, he says, can I see a copy of it? And I handed it to him and he handed it to her and he made her read every single line of what you have to fill out Yeah. and then read the penalties and everything else involved in it. And he said, now when you get done filling this out, he's, you got to hand it to him He's going to take it over here, and I showed her the FDLE website. Then we got to fill all this out. Then they do a background, yay or nay, and do all that other stuff. So it's not as easy as you think. You know, you think you just walk in, throw three hundred bucks on the counter, and you walk out with a gun, and it doesn't work that way.
9: Well, that's that's for that's that's for uh, new gun sales through licensed. Dealers, that's right. not used guns.
4: Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, well, we, we've always said if it's a used gun sale and if you're going to sell it and you're going to take that responsibility, then uh, I, you should at least I don't not know. sell it to anybody who doesn't have a concealed weapons license. I want to so, look
8: it up, but I don't know if you've seen the video that's been circulating online, too, of they take... Uh, they take all, like, gun, I guess you wouldn't say they're gun activist type people, but people who are kind of leaning towards the anti-gun side of things, and they start handing them facts to read in the video. And then one guy is sitting there reading going something like, you know, we have 0.3% of people with guns, da 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 and he's reading, and you can just see the look on his face like, oh, it really isn't that easy to get, you know. I didn't know that part. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, good news is is that it was announced this week. Uh, we had a lot of people that were asking, hey, that's too bad about Remington, man. Oh, that's really tough about Remington. And I went, well, they just got a $75 million loan, so they're not completely out of the woods yet. So all they there restructure. They're so not- they're not gone yet, and hopefully they'll stick around. And I think that President Trump's uh, tweet this past Wednesday it really helped out a lot of gun manufacturers. Uh, you know, he tweeted out that the Second Amendment will not ever be repealed. So that Under you know, his watch, anyway. Under his watch. So it's uh, for at least for a couple more years, so uh, we can feel kind of safe. But on the phones this
13: morning, we got Alan. How you doing, Alan? What's going on? Hey, good morning, everybody. I, I was in there a minute ago whooping down my Cheerios. <laughs> you know, we're talking about guns. Uh-huh. I've heard you, Braden, I've heard you in the past mention a gun shop over there in the Tampa area somewhere that... They keep in stock all kind of parts for AR-15s. Like your statement was one time that you you could go to that shop and buy all the parts you needed to build an AR-15.
4: Yeah, uh, I need
13: some little just little springs and washers, special washers and things like that. that, Well,
4: then if you're gonna do that, then you need to come over to Pinellas County. You got to go over and uh, uh, see my uh, boys over here on this side of the pond. Uh, I know that uh, the uh, guys over at um where i used to work i can't think of the name now srt, SRT. S- yeah srt uh srt because <laughs> uh, you know what i think of remington <laughs> i got remington in the brain but srt i uh, supply uh they have uh the wall of ar i mean any kind of washer spring tiny whatever crush washers for muzzles flat i mean anything it's all there
13: yeah i need things like a disconnector spring it- extractor spring, ejector spring, little things like that. i got one that's got a problem with the disconnector.
4: Well, you know, sometimes a lot of little gun shops, uh, Patriot Arms, uh, they may have the little pack. You know, sometimes you can buy the whole uh, rebuild pack and all that kind of stuff that has all those kinds of spare parts in there. Some of them you can get, you know, two of each or one of each or whatever. Uh, you might want to try with Jeff and the boys over there, Patriot, before you, uh, you know, drive over here, if you want to do that.
13: I've been there before. I know where it's located, but can you say the name of that other one in Pinellas Park again?
4: It's a SRT supply, SRT guns. It's a supply. Uh, it's still listed as SRT, but it has a new name now, but, uh, you can still, if you look it up online, it'll, you know, just put in SRT supply and it'll be there.
13: Okay. All right. All right, I appreciate it.
4: Yeah, and uh, you know when you get over there, give Cody and Mike all kinds of trouble.
13: <laughs> I don't want to do that. They, they might have a hot one behind the counter. <laughs> nah,
4: they'll laugh. It's all good. They're especially hot. when
7: you say Braden sent you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's just t- get just take it
13: and go, man. Just yeah. take it. And go.
4: <laughs> all you'll hear is the barrels warming up in the background if you mention my name.
13: Yeah, you mentioned you, Braden's name, they're liable to pull out a nineteen eleven.
4: or a mini gun. One of the two.
13: <laughs> I'm <laughs> bad anyway.
4: Well, good luck. Are you going to hunt with this thing, or are you just building this for a fun shooter? Or what are you What are you doing with the AR?
13: It's uh, it's actually a Bushmaster match grade. No, oh. and they use it for both target shooting and hunting. Yeah, because mostly likes to shoot. It's my brothers, he likes to shoot hogs at long range with an AR.
4: Yeah, let's And you know, people say a two-two-three is no good for anything.
13: Oh, don't you? Get, it. I, I, you and I know better. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that's because
4: we know. <laughs> that's why it's like what we were talking about it's because you know i know Jonathan. everybody in this room knows it's those people who don't know and just
13: assume that uh make it the evil i know thing a 10 year old
8: who'd love to have that conversation
13: exactly with you. And, and my older brother served in vietnam in the uh oh 68 69 and back then the m16s were they had problems Right. You say anything to him about an AR-15 or an M16, and the only thing he has to say is that thing's a piece of junk. <laughs> it won't work. It don't. I said, yeah. At, at that point in time, when you were in the military, it had its problems, but they've made a lot of improvements to it, and and today it is a very fine weapon.
4: Yeah, it is, and I will say that um, a lot of people that I know made that made it through the Vietnam era. Uh, would have gladly traded the M16 for the uh, big, heavy, bulky M1A that they were training with when they were going through boot camps. Uh, M14. Yeah, with the uh, what?
13: A is semi-automatic only.
4: Yeah, with the uh, with the knockdown power in the 308, they would have gladly have traded that for. Because they would see what a two two three would do to the enemy, whereas compared to what a three oh eight would do to the enemy, and mm-hmm. uh, there's one that will uh, will wound more, and there's one that takes them out completely, so you, you can probably...
13: You're be- probably not familiar with the gun shit here in Lakeland. They're, they're not in business anymore, but for people who are familiar, were familiar with it, the owner of it, Mr. Bill Griffin, he told me he had a buddy that uh, he served in the Army, too, but he had another buddy that got sent to Vietnam, and he got sent over with an M-14. That's what he trained with. Mm-hmm. And once he got over there, they come out and, and, and was taking everybody's M 14s away from them and issuing them an M sixteen. Well, of course, they none of them liked it. So he he got to the point he'd take his M 4, fourteen out and hide it in the in out in the woods. He wouldn't bring it back into camp when they go out on patrol. And when it, he when it, it hide, he'd put the M-16 where, in the hiding place and take the M-14 out on patrol with him. <laughs> on the way okay. back in, he'd trade back again.
7: His own little armory, my tree armory.
4: <laughs> you know, got, uh,
8: I'm going to leave this here. Uh, yeah. Where are you going? My man cave. Leave me alone.
4: You know, I, I don't want to get too off on the subject, but, you know, my grandfather was the same way. When he uh, landed on his first beach in the Pacific, he had the little carbine, the little thirty caliber carbine and uh saw what it was doing and then he saw a couple of buddies down that had the uh, 45 and saw what it was doing and he immediately made the decision that i've got to get one of those (laughs) so the first time he could find one that was not being used anymore uh the next thing you know papa he carried that uh, hey you see this i'm taking this this is mine now he carried that 45 thompson through the rest of the war he was like ah you can keep that little teeny tiny Thing. I don't want that anymore. So my
13: father was served in World War Two. He landed on Normandy Beach and on on the on the seventh instead of the sixth. Just that's just the way it turned out for him. But he was issued, he was uh, demolitions, so he had to carry a lot of uh, the explosive packs around with him mm-hmm. and detonators and all that. And right. he also they issued him a, a grand. and he said he just got tired of carrying that big old heavy thing. He wanted one of them little lightweight carbines, so he went and got one of those. I traded, you know, traded it in, got the carbine, and the first time he needed to use it, we They were really in trouble. It fired a few rounds and jammed on him. He went went back and traded it back and got his grand back. <laughs> <laughs> <just> ever <laughs> Well,
4: Alan, thanks for the call. We got to take a hard break, man. But good luck building that AR, man, to get out there and start shooting some more of those hogs, man. We need all, uh, you know, as many as we can get rid of. So do what you got to do.
13: All right, thank, All you. Right. See you, thank you. See, Alan, you, uh,
4: and uh, thank everybody and your family for their service too. By the way, uh, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G Five Feed and Outdoors, and also the great folks out of Brandon Ford. Stay with us, guys. We'll be right back.
5: How does a good man become even better? By working out, or by working his way up the corporate ladder? For 300 years, we've helped good men become the best versions of themselves through a dedicated fraternity and by taking an oath to live a life of integrity, service, and brotherly love. Men who are as committed to each other and their families as they are to our noble cause. In the end, we don't just make men better. We make them Masons. To learn more, visit discoverfreemasonry.com.
10: So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard. Across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com
11: Full County Parks and Natural Resources, along with G5 Feed and Outdoors, invites you to Rally in the Valley Saturday, April 7th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Bone Valley, located at 10-427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry. Rally in the Valley features demo rides provided by G5 Feed and Outdoors, live music, food, a kid zone, and drawings and giveaways. Don't miss Rally in the Valley at Central Florida's Premier ATV Park, Bone Valley. For event details, go to bonevalley.com.
2: G5 Feed and Outdoors is pleased to be the premier fully authorized repair and warranty dealer for Arctic Cat ATVs and side-by-sides in the West Central Florida and Tampa Bay area. G5's wide selection of Arctic Cat ATVs and other off-road vehicles are all designed to handle anything that Mother Nature dishes out. The Arctic Cat TBX, Prowler, and HDX offer power steering, easy switch two-wheel, four-wheel drive, tilt cargo beds, built-in receivers, and payloads between 300 and 1,000 Pounds. The Wildcat, Mud Pro, and XC450 are powerhouse performers with superior traction, suspension, and handling. And the ever-popular all All-Terra series continues to lead the way in value and reliability for tons of uses. So load up the hunting gear, stack up your camping supplies, haul your feed and farm supplies, or just load up the family and hit the trailer mud hole for a day of fun and adventure because G5 and Articat has you covered. Stop in today and see the whole lineup just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S us highway 92 and online at g5 feedandoutdoorscom and outdoors.com and be sure to follow g5 on facebook for even more great products
5: sportsman's alliance our heritage our fight protecting hunting from coast to coast
10: did you know that florida ranks first in number of sportsmen and anglers with 3.15 million that spend 5.9 billion a year supporting over 94,000 jobs. Did you know that sportsmen and women contribute nearly 8 million to the economy every single day, adding more than 2.9 billion every year for conservation? Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference.
5: Sportsmen's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast.
8: Like aspen. They pretty cool looking, though.
4: All right, sorry. Welcome back, everybody. Big and wild outdoors. That's got and- to be nine. That's
8: got to nine o'clock because we we get into that topic. It's going to be fun.
4: But did you catch that wordplay?
8: Yeah. I yeah, said grouse I did.
4: tastes like aspen.
8: Yeah. <laughs> trees. No,
4: yeah. Aspen trees. Yeah. They're they're horrible. I mean, they're okay. Depends on where you get them. Anyway, we were uh, talking off the air. Uh, Jonathan always brings up some interesting stuff off the air and. It was a funny story that was kind of had everybody's head kind of scratching this past week. Was why in the world is Wyoming releasing uh, kangaroos out in Wyoming? And uh, first thing I thought of was are they even going to make it through the first real Wyoming winter where there's like nine feet of snow on the prairie and these things come from, you know, subtropical places, you know, down in Australia? Well, there's so, places in
8: Australia that get cold
4: yeah but you know those animals can migrate so uh where are they going to go to from wyoming are they going to come to the colorado flawed. or uh you know keep going all the way down through the next thing you know we're i hunting just in Mississippi. i want to
8: see a group of kangaroos go head to head with a group of wolves is all i can say
4: well I I, I I when i saw the story i posted on the uh social media i said well those golden eagles are going to be eating pretty good yeah because uh, those little joeys ain't going to stand a chance on those big monster eagles well, what's
7: the purpose of the uh
4: bringing them in well they wanted to bring them in there and reintroduce them and uh reintroduce well introduce them so that the uh species uh america's whatever you think the media is telling you whatever the animal rights people are telling you if it wasn't for the united states of america animals that have been erased off the planet will be found here and could probably be introduced Axis deer In their own native country, almost completely gone. Yeah,
8: I was thinking about that, too.
4: They actually took uh, thousands, hundreds of them from out of Texas and everywhere else to reintroduce them into the country where they originated from. The numbers were so low. So you think about uh, there's only really two places where those animals have been brought in and flourished, and that's here and in New Zealand. You know, without uh, New Zealand, uh, the red stag that used to roam the highlands and the woodlands of deep, dark England, you know,
8: Germany, yeah, in Germany.
4: It. I mean, they'd almost be extinct if it wasn't for the genetic lines that they have through there. And uh, you know, the white last white rhino, northern white rhino, that was a big propaganda thing because they know that there's plenty of white rhinos that are down in the South that are protected daily by armed personnel who keep a uh, vigil on them so that they don't become extinct, and uh, they're there for very specific purpose to make sure they stay alive and
7: now the with the uh, kangaroo get released what is their what is their diet are they going to be competing for the same they're grazers yeah against the the the, the, the native wildlife that depends on the same thing to survive through those harsh winters i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me that's just well, my my thought
9: my thing and i i say this where are we you know just because something wasn't here before, why can't it be here now? Why? Why? Well, there you go. As, well, why? As mankind you- has been on this this world. Species have come and species have gone with no help from mankind mm-hmm. or no intervention from mankind. And now we're at a point where we think that nothing is allowed to change. We don't
7: want to lose
9: a single species, okay, and well, we just, don't want a new species We're just going to turn
7: off all the green mussels, bring them over, turn on all the pythons that you can stand to let go here in the state of Florida. We're going to release more... Iguanas because they they just need to have a place to roam freely and just have an enjoyable life. And then all them. the native stuff here. Are they going over to their countries to reintroduce or to introduce them over there for their chance of survival? Maybe it's, not. Maybe happening.
4: it's time for that species so to Bill, learn to That horse live with don't us. run
7: in this race.
4: Well, you know, and, and <laughs> I, you know, I gotta agree with uh, Glenn uh, on the part that for the vast majority of the reasons that they uh, sold it to the uh, the public was. So that they would have the opportunity, if you want to, yeah. to go and view, and the opportunities for tourists to go out and see them in Wyoming. They're called zoos, yeah. And so they they that was the main reason why they wanted to get the kangaroos out in
8: most of them have in, a paying area that you can actually go touch them. I mean, so
4: and and if it, if it was for that reason alone, then I would be extremely opposed to that. And you know what, I I think that. As Glenn pointed out, if they start uh, messing around on uh, certain areas where uh, there's a lot of antelope and there's hunting involved and the numbers start dwindling or they st- find out they're really competing and it's not doing good, trust me, those 257 Roberts and 22 250s will be barking and uh, the problem will be uh,
7: done. I almost felt like Brayden uh, talking
9: uh, like that. It, <laughs> yeah. well, I look at it there like this. We have pheasants here in the United States. That's here that we pheasant, go. The pheasants didn't come from here. But my gosh, we're stocking them all over the place because people like to go hunt, well, and you can here, hunt them and eat them. But well, now, but, are you going
4: to be allowed to hunt these kangaroos and eat them? I, I'd I, say if
9: they yet. flourish well, there probably will be a day.
8: Well, but I mean, at the end In of the, the meantime, day, you can look at it for hogs.
9: I mean, and we <laughs> had a state that tried making it a game animal not too long ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Which yeah. state was that? Florida
4: well Texas already did it they saw the money in there and, Ching. and the next thing you know it's a game animal so yeah, yeah they took control of that I don't know if you could do that here in the state of Florida because with the property owners laws that if it's you know on Jonathan's land today no. he's the owner of those hogs if they're on my land tomorrow they're they're mine
9: so. but what but the thing is what they were going to do is charge you a hunting license to to kill them
4: No, how could you do that why not? Well, how do you say that's not they've been domesticated? So you you could say, well, that's not a wild hog. I've been feeding them up, and I keep them here on my property, and they're domesticated hogs, and so I'm butchering one to take I'm, the Al's wild meats and, you know, get I, her done. If we, were, up if we yeah. were that
9: concerned about the pig population, why down South Florida can you shoot one a day
4: and two a year? That's the FWC. We're talking about private land here, dude. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. You're not saying nothing. Well, the problem, the reason that you can do
8: that down there is because you got an outbreak of panthers, and they're killing all of them. So they they, they need the pigs to eat.
13: <laughs> anyway,
9: nope. uh, anyways, if you'd sport. like to go, <laughs> you know it's turkey season. <laughs> if you if you want to go
4: see some, uh, you know, thanks to Project Sage Hopper, that's what it's officially Sage called. Sage Hopper, Project Save, Sage Hopper. If you'd like to now go, try to attempt to see. Uh, some kangaroos in Wyoming. Uh, by all means, go drive at 75 miles an hour and
8: uh, yeah, there you go. go. See
4: if you can actually see one. Because as Glenn will tell you, you don't get to see a lot out there at 75 miles an hour. Uh, even when you see antelope, you don't see them for very long.
7: Yeah. They're here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> is
4: that what it is? I, I don't, don't know, know,
7: but i tell you, uh, Jonathan shared a great thing. Uh, Bill, this is what you're going to need for up there at the least because uh, apparently they have made a feeder that is bear proof. It's going to be available at Airhead Archery. Bear proof and hog resistance. How can it be bear proof and hog resistant? It just know. doesn't seem. The hog right. resistant, Just maybe they just don't like that flavor of corn. <laughs>
4: How did well, they I'm into, just how saying, saying <laughs> if a
7: bear can't get into it, how is a hog going to get into it?
4: No, it's the way that it's
9: set it's, up.
7: So I'm that just you telling don't, you what they're they're into it. Their highline, the highlight of their uh, okay. It says our high impact structure is hog resistant. So apparently they're not going to root it over like they normally do if it's on a stand. Mm-hmm. And then the bear, it's not going to
8: be able to get into and it. And I have photographic evidence of a bear trying to tear into one.
7: They got they got high tensile chain. Locks and everything else strapped around it. I guess that's what they got. I don't know. There'll be a Houdini. Two two straps. I got the pictures to prove it. Well, Jonathan, when you get them in, we'll have to come down here and see if we can get into it.
4: You know, they there said, will be
8: a Facebook live video.
4: I, I look at it kind of like a guy that's in prison. You know, he's got his whole entire life to try to dig a hole to get out of it. So if that a little plastic that, spoon, if that thing is sitting out there that long, those bears—if you give them all the time in the world to work on it. Sooner or later, well, they're going to find some sort of weakness, even I think if there's a gnaw through it or something. They
7: may be on to something, but I think the next big problem is going to be the kangaroo. Uh,
9: there you go. By <laughs> now, the way, the monkeys will just reach up in the chute and pull the
4: corn out. Yeah, let's get rid of the monkeys first. <laughs> then we go ahead and worry Jeez. about it. Is it monkey proof?
7: We don't know. Uh-huh. We'll, have to send, uh, we'll have to send that question out.
4: Or is it python proof?
7: Put the squeeze on it. We are big and wild. Got to take top of the hour, 9 o'clock, right here, around the corner. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, we'll be right back.
8: Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a Level 3 instructor for our youth and adult programs and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, AirheadArcheryShop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us.
12: Man, I really wish I had somebody design my business cards, or even a sign for my truck. (laughs) Boy, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, Boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed in 3D lettering and signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help your business grow. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot, boy.
11: When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for Power, Performance, and Precision Engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side by sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless.